Hey, welcome to episode 744 of today's antidote. We've been talking as the new year started about preparing your pathway. And today we're going to address some of the challenges that come up when you're preparing your pathway. It should be a real good discussion. I'm looking forward to it. Hopefully you are too. All that and more coming up on today's antidote. Stay tuned for today's antidote brought to you by the Renegade Success Network. Today's antidote features a healthy dose of thought-provoking insights and information for business owners, entrepreneurs, leaders, and nonprofit professionals. Each day since March of 2020, this program has offered that one thing to help you continue on your own unique pathway to success. And now, Renegades, we bring you Bob Graham and Tom Brush. Do, 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 do. Sorry, Tom, I was having a little technical difficulties there. That's okay. Good morning. How are you, Bob? I'm much better today than I was yesterday. I was a little under the weather yesterday. I'm glad that you're feeling better today. Thank you. Yes, it's much, much better to feel better. I'm, I'm not a good patient. No. No, I'm not very patient with myself when I'm not feeling well. Fair enough. It's hard to be a good patient. Yes, although now I face the problem because it was COVID that I've been dealing with that I can't really be around people for a couple more days. And I'm feeling good enough now to be around people. And I can't be around people, which is doubly frustrating. Because you know me, I'm a people person. You are a people person. There's a no man of the people. people. <laughs> yes. As I prepare my pathway, it must involve people. So it's going to be a tough couple of days. Anybody who would invite themselves to anyone's <laughs> holiday party, doesn't matter who, doesn't matter where, when, is a person of the people. There's no doubt. Did you get a lot of invitations for that? I did not. No. <laughs> I can't imagine why. I, I don't understand myself. <laughs> I maybe forgot that. Just weren't that. having parties. It was just too much. Yeah, maybe it was just. Yeah, it was. Yeah, and it was late notice, and you know, you don't want to throw off the dinner tables. Right. Correct. Yes. And do you put me at the kids' table or the adult table? It's a tough choice. To okay, it's mind. an easy choice. <laughs> All right, everyone. Good morning and welcome to today's Antidote, our daily broadcast and podcast. Each morning, Bob and I have a conversation around the week's topic. This week's topic, as Bob mentioned, is pathway preparations. I think is a, 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 a topic that is of that is topical for this time of year. Couldn't quite figure out how to say that. It's topical for this time of year. <laughs> and today, we're going to discuss the challenges. We had some conversations about... Uh, the benefits. And we also talked a little bit about what it is. So if you're not quite sure what we're discussing, but when we talk about pathway preparations, it might be worthwhile to go back and look at episode 742, which was Monday, which we talked a little bit about what it is. It might help shed some light on what we're going to have before we have this conversation today. While we have our conversation, if you have any thoughts or ideas that you would like to share around, we welcome them because we know it'll add value to our show. You can just post them in the comments of whatever social media you happen to be following us on, whether that is Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, or LinkedIn Live, baby. And Tom, I think that's going to get changed in a couple weeks, right? Oh, never mind. We have some things we're going to share with people. We haven't made 
we're working on some final decisions of what's okay. going to happen. And we're trying to, after three years, we uh, we decided it was time to have a, a good conversation about what we're doing and how we're doing it. So it's we're cool. preparing our own pathway, you might say. You might say that we are preparing our own path, preparing for our the, our pathway of choice. There are a lot of pathways in front of us that we could choose. We are making the preparations so that we can make a choice. Okay. And learn from that choice. Always learning. Always learning. Choose That's and learn, great. choose and learn, choose and learn. Correct. Act and learn, act and learn. Choose, act, okay. learn, I guess. Something like that. Anyhow, at the conclusion That's of- That's ACL. That's bad. That's what football players hurt, right? ACL? Act, choose, no, choose, act, learn would be act. Cal. Cal. Okay. Now, like that. Keep going. Oh, sorry. I'm always creating acronyms in my head and sometimes out loud. <laughs> Fair enough. All right. Uh, and then at we conclude of our conversation, the conversation around the challenges of pathway preparations. Um, we will offer our one thing, our today's antidote, that thing that we hope will help you figure out how to take your next step along your own unique pathway to success so that you don't stay stuck, frustrated and uncertain. You can more confidently move forward towards your desired success. And of course, if you have a one thing that you would like to share your antidote, please feel free to put it in the comments as well. Before we dive into that conversation though, each morning Bob and I do our celebrations of the morning. Bob, what are you celebrating today? I'm gonna to celebrate all the technology that enables us to be with other people without actually physically being with them. In the last couple of days, I've been using Zoom, I've been using um, FaceTime, I've been using my phone, texting, all these ways to be in touch with people because I'm a little quarantined here. And so I think we take it for granted that we can be in touch with people very easily, but it's really a powerful tool that can overcome some of the isolation that I think we can feel from time to time, especially at this time of year where presumably it's going to get cold and days are short and, you know, we can we can uh, get in our heads a little more than usual, some of us. How many times do you think that's been a celebration of people in the last three years? I don't know, because I think we just assume it to be the case, right? I don't, I don't know. We take the time to really think about the fact that I can do meetings that normally I would have had to be in person with. I can do meetings over the phone. I can do it over Zoom. I can do it over FaceTime. I can do it over Microsoft Teams. I can do a lot of stuff by text. Okay. You know, I don't, I don't I, we fully embraced it. You know, remember when we first started the pandemic and it was like, you get four people on a Zoom call and it'd be like, wait, I don't know how to unmute myself. Oh, uh, now if someone does it, it's just funny. Yes, that's, I mean, I think we discovered it. Many mm -hmm. people, some people had already discovered it. Many people were now starting to discover the value of and the opportunities and the way technology helps bring us together in these. So maybe you are just being re-reminded of. Could be. Uh, given your current state, because you were able to go out and see people and have meetings and do whatever. And then now you're not. Right. And Tom, uh, Stephen joins us from LinkedIn Live Baby. So uh, he says he likes the phone better than video. So interesting. I I'm, I'm a big fan of video, got to say. I like seeing faces. Uh, you and I do 
98% of what we do by video. Sure. You know, uh, we had a, like we had a lovely meeting last night over what? Uh, face, uh, Facebook Messenger video. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. So, a lot of ways to connect and engage. That is for certain. If you choose to leverage it. Yes. So what's your celebration today? So my celebration is um, my celebration is that we took a step at the end of the year last year to help prepare for a new pathway. We, you, and me, or we, you, yeah, and you someone and you else? And you and me. You and oh, I. Oh, okay. Yes, and and I, you know, I think you when you do things like that, you hope that there is um, a return on the investment. For what you're doing and i think that um we're starting to begin to see the beginning stages of the value of choosing someone else who has traveled a pathway before us uh to provide and share some light onto that and i think that it's just a um it's something that i wanted to celebrate today because i think that it's helping us differently prepare for the pathway that we want to choose this year and so I think that that um, is something that is worth, it was an action that we took that I want to celebrate. Nice. I would agree. It's a, our meeting with the person that we're working with yesterday was very insightful. Uh, yes, I would agree as well. So lots more to come on all of that that we'll share with you soon and provide more detail about that. Um, and obviously, if you wanted to ask us a question, you're ha happy to reach out and we can have a one-on-one -on -one conversation about what that might look like. And yet we won't make any announcements, maybe a little bit later this week. All righty. So let's dive into pathway preparations, the challenges. Do you want to kick us off today, Bob? Uh, first, I'm trying to figure out who we have another comment, Tom. Can you put it up and hopefully I can figure out from whom it. Uh, I think it's Gene. There, yeah, there you go. It is Gene uh, right there. It says it. Zoom has helped me a lot with talking to people I otherwise would never have met and talking to strangers about my business. That comes from Gene of uh, Gene Born of uh, Born to Travel, my favorite name ever for a business. Ever? I love it. Born to Travel just every time. More than Bigger Pie Strategies? I got to say yes. More than Renegade Success Network? Yes. Okay. I'm right. a big fan of that name. Even even in my book, The Renegade Way. Whoa. Yeah. There it is. A lovely, you can get your copy today. I mentioned how I love that name. Excellent. All right. And I'm not just sucking up to Jean so she'll give me a free trip. That's not what I'm doing at all. Well, maybe a little. Maybe a little. <laughs> but she'd send me on a cruise, and we know how I feel about going out in the seven seas. Or a river. <laughs> or a river cruise. That's right. She brought me the idea of a river cruise, which opens all new possibilities. There you go. Uh, all right. Did you talk about the challenges? We didn't get there yet. <laughs> you want to talk about the challenges? Pathway preparation? <laughs> the best introduction ever. Did we talk about those already? I, I'd love to talk about the uh, preparation for the pathway and the challenges. Okay. I, think, I think the first challenge, and this is probably the biggest, is in preparing a pathway, you have to start to make decisions. And so you run the risk at that point, as you and I have been going through in the last couple of weeks, 
we are looking at retooling some things, changing some things, and that means we're making choices. And when you make choices, you run the risk of being wrong. You run the risk of not accomplishing what you set out to do. I know I used the word wrong. I knew it was going to get you. I thought I would get in there while you were drinking and see if I could get you, you know, do a little spit take, but not so lucky. Um, but we, we run in our minds, we run that playbook of, oh, what if I choose the wrong thing? What if I narrow this? What if I select that? And that's not the, the best choice. What if this goes in a different direction than I'm prepared for? What if this gets too big for me to manage? You know, all those things run through our head. And I don't know about you, but they're running through my head yesterday in the last couple of days of, as we've been playing with some things like, whoa, what if? And that what if game can really be powerful because it can slow us down. It can stop us and it can make us, rather than prepare for what's possible, realize how comfortable we are with what we have right now. And that, you know, not changing anything ever in many ways would be the easiest way to go through the day because I lived this day yesterday. I know what to expect. I know what's coming at me for the most part and I can manage it. Today, if we change one variable, you know, what if we did this program at 7 p.m., not 7 a.m.? Oh man, we might have a hundred people commenting. How are we gonna manage all those comments? We may have no one paying attention. All those run through your head, and I think that paralyzes us to taking action. So I think that's the biggest challenge. I think the second biggest challenge is the feedback that we get from other people as we're discussing making changes. You know, as we're preparing that pathway, and you mentioned to your friend, hey, I'm going to do this thing, and they go, oh, I've talked to so many people, that's a bad idea. Oh, I wouldn't do that. Oh, that, oh, that's amazing. Oh, that's a great idea. And we we tend to, I, I don't know about you, but for me, I often weigh the outside feedback as two points for every point of what I think of, sometimes three or four points. That's and awesome. I think okay, 12 to 50. All right, 173 points. At least I'm aware of it. But that can be a real that can paralyze us yet again because it's like, well. Three people told me this was a bad idea. I can't do it. Or what if, and we don't want to look wrong to those people around us. We don't want to look like we don't know what we're doing. If you're leading a team, if you're running a business, if you're trying to appear confident when in fact you don't think you are, the last thing you want to do is let people know that you're not confident, that you don't know what the heck you're doing. And the reality is, Tom, you and I, I'll admit it this morning. I don't know what I'm doing for today. I know some of the things I'm doing, but there are things that come up each day that I really don't know what to do. I had a meeting scheduled for today, an in-person meeting, and I really debated yesterday whether I wanted to do it over Zoom or postpone it because I couldn't meet the person in person today. And I really had a mental debate about, you know, which one's going to be more advantageous for me long term. And in the end, I was like, you know what, I really want to see this guy's office. I want to spend some time with them, not over Zoom, that's very limited for all the great things about Zoom. And so I said, I'd like to put this meeting off for a week. Now I run the risk of him saying, well, I'm too busy now, or if you can't be here, get over it. And I had to go through the, what if I lose this opportunity? What if this person doesn't understand? What if this person blah, blah, blah. And that really 
those outside thoughts that I had kept me from preparing the pathway, which in the end was the one that if you had said to me, hey, what's your gut tell you? It tells me to do this. But I dragged my feet on this because I didn't want to be wrong. I didn't want someone to say, hey, you did this wrong, Bob. Or, wow, I wouldn't have done it that way. Or it's not that big a deal. Why didn't you just go through with it? How's that for a nice list of challenges? Yeah, there's two pretty good ones there. Thank you. And uh, Stephen says that's uh, helpful advice. I'm not there sure what their advice in there. <laughs> uh, for yes. Stephen, there was. <laughs> yes, we all find value in different things. Um, so what's your list of challenges? Well, I think I would take one step prior to where you started. You know, you talked about all the choices to make. I think that it's, I think one of the things is coming up with all the options to consider and how overwhelming all those options can be. You know, in some ways, it's almost easier to just be like, let me just do, I mean, uh, the first thing I come up with, I'm going to go do. Because I only have one thing now to think about. And and I think that once you start opening up the possibilities of other things that you could do, you start to see how many of them could have value. Different. And they could have value. You know, I, I would go back to our conversation yesterday as we were talking about things. I could see the value of all these other things and then got to the point that I think you were starting to think about is, okay, now what, how am I going to choose? Mm -hmm. How am I going to end up making that decision? And I think that, you know, once you open that can of what's available, you know, and it's one thing when you do it to yourself, at some point you have a limitation of how many things you can come up with when you include another person. Now the can, the can of opportunities is even bigger. And so I think that, you know, some of the benefits is that you see all the possibilities and that's also a challenge. You see all the possibilities and it's almost like the fear of missing out. You know, you talked about being that W word um, and, and it's really just a choice and it would be different, not necessarily quote unquote right or quote unquote wrong. Um, and so I think that piece of it to me is is one of the challenges is that one is trying to identify what the, all that is and understanding that there is value in, well, I don't want to miss something, miss out on something that might be the step that I believe that is best suited for this situation. Um, and then I think you start to move into the two kind of challenges that you had, you know, is, is there's how do I make the decision? And then two, what's going to happen once I make the decision and what's the feedback going to look like? Um, and that's why I think that, you know, anytime you start to put it together to start to prepare for something, um, one, I think you find more op opportunities and at the same time, you can see all the obstacles that might come in as well. And I think that, that that's another challenge that, that sort of, they all sort of are very tightly closed in together, which I think is one of the reasons it's easy that people get stuck and they get frustrated or overwhelmed or they're just unconfident and uncertain about what they should do or what they could even do, that it's hard to um, really figure out, like, how am I going to move forward? And, you know, I think, as you said, sometimes it just is easier uh, to just step back and be like, well, you know what, it sounds really good. And I can see all these opportunities and yes, I can see these obstacles and maybe this is going to be down the path, 
yet I just can't choose. And so I'm going to continue just doing what I've always done and likely getting the same or not as good results. I think that's it. And it's kind of funny, Tom, when I realized in my situation about whether to have the meeting in person or whether to do it over Zoom or the phone or not, I really had to go back to the systems that I have in place. You know, the processes that have worked for me in the past. And then the decision became really easy for me. It's like in-person meetings work really well for me. Why wouldn't I do that? That's really, so it was recognizing the pattern that I've used in the past that has gotten me where I want to go. And it because of all the distractions of, well, I could do this, I could do this. If I do this, this person's going to say that. If I do that, and the would have, could have, should have, before I even did anything, I had no confidence making that decision until it's like, okay, let me go back to the system that works. And then the decision was crystal clear. And I think so often when we're trying to prepare our path, we're not looking at the path we've taken before. It's like we're looking out ahead of us and going, I got nothing. I don't know which way to go. Yet, if you've been walking towards a mountain for the last five miles and it's getting closer, you kind of know which direction to go in. At that point, it'd be kind of silly to turn around and go completely the other way. Unless but you can so I think we do that. Well, and I think that's the challenge, right? Is that we can, we, when we take the time to draw on our past experiences, mm -hmm. it provides us with um, a potential pathway. Mm -hmm. And yet, if we don't ever open ourselves up to other options, we may miss something that somebody else has discovered that we weren't aware of. You know, you might be walking towards that mountain and it looks like it's getting closer and in reality, it's not. And if someone said, hey, you know what, there's a shortcut over here. If you go this way, you actually get to the mountain quicker. It's not as winding. You know, yes, it looks closer. Yet as you get there, you've got to take there's a river in the way. And you've got to take this long route around the river to get there. You know, and I, so I think that to me, that's the benefit of making sure that we learn from everything that we do so that we can understand some of what are, what are those things that have worked in the past and that we may go back to while also being open to what are the other things that are out there. And, and I think sometimes, especially, you know, this is one of the challenges of having success is you get caught in while well, what I'm doing is working. And so that means it must be quote unquote, right. Or the only way. Or the only way. Right. And so I just continue down that pathway and like, I'm not, why would I want to open myself up to other opportunities? This is the pathway that has led us to great results. Don't mess up a good thing. Yes. Right? <laughs> Until the good thing is no longer as good a thing as it was because everything else has changed. You know, again, you go back to the, the you know, we talked about these organizations before the blockbusters, Kodaks, thought they had. You know, things were working out pretty well for both of those. And until they weren't, until something else changed and they chose not to understand those other options. You know, how about Kodak who thought that, you know, people would always want to like send their film off or, oh, isn't it great that you can take a picture and 
and you know it'll come out of the camera and you can have the picture right away you don't need to send it in shake it like a polaroid picture i believe the song says <laughs> there you go there's a trend you can <laughs> Um, <laughs> hey, until... so I'm going to jump in with some comments. We got a lot of comments flying okay. here. Michael said, Michael joining us said, well said a couple minutes ago. Uh, he also said, watching a compass in darkness, sometimes you have to believe what's in front of you. Sometimes you do, no doubt. And Stephen says, excellent points and adds in, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. But I think the problem we see a lot is if you don't tweak it, the world changes. The situation that makes something work right now may not be the situation in a day or week. Look at three years ago when you could have meetings very freely. And now I've had to cancel three meetings because of COVID and dealing with that. So things do change. Well, that's the thing. One of the things I said, uh, one of the things I, you know, I've said before, typically about results that maybe we got that we didn't, you know, that didn't meet our expectations time changes results mm -hmm. both ones that we were expecting and ones that we weren't expecting you know again if you just keep doing the same thing over and over and over and over again you, time could change because the world around us is changing and you know with all of that change not that you have to always try to fix it and i think that it's good to be aware of fixes that others are taking and how might we leverage what we have differently to adjust to the change that is happening around us, you know? Which so is I, the I, process I, you and I are going through right now. Yes, you absolutely. Know, what's and working I, and how can we enhance it? And how can we be open to other things that we maybe think are working? Right. Or think are providing value and and they may be, are they providing, are there other ways to get at that same value? Mm -hmm. And I think that's, that's a, which is why it's a hard conversation, right? You have something that you think is working. And you're like, well, why would I even consider changing it? Well, you know, I don't, we don't have to change it. It's, I think though, it's always good to open up to those options so that we can at least consider, is this something that we might want to change? You and I have been having the same discussion about the same topic for now two and a half years. Yes. So it's not like we're, you know, not, not, we, we've debated changing some things and we put it off and we've said we should and shouldn't and gone back and forth. And now we're kind of at the crossroads where it's like, it's time to make some changes. Time to consider them. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. All right, Bob. So what's your one thing? We've covered a lot of ground today. I, yeah. I, I Twice think I've done it first. <laughs> smart man. I think to me, when you're looking at preparing a pathway and the challenges, it's really the need to be open to possibilities and to let go of the, that'll never work. Or that uh, this is working too good to mess with. I think those two statements, when I hear myself say or think those, or when I hear other people say or think those, that's usually where the opportunity lies. And, and, and often it's hard to get over that hurdle. How about yeah. you? 
I think I'm going to go with that, you know, one, I mean, I love preparations and I love putting a plan together. And I also know that you can't prepare for everything, even if you try. And I think sometimes people spend so much time preparing that they never take action. And so they never really learn from all the preparation that they did because they feel like, well, I just thought of one other obstacle or I thought of one other opportunity. Maybe we want to include this. Maybe we want to include that. You know, I was talking with a client yesterday and they have a big event coming up in six months. And um, they even said we're in this event season. And the other day they were meeting with a person who kind of runs this program, this event. And the person came up with, had this idea. It was like, hey, I was thinking about this that we could incorporate in to the program. And, you know, fortunately, my client was was asking the appropriate questions of like, okay, well, who's going to do that? And we're in the middle of this. How are we going to add this in now? And And I just think that once you're in the middle of it, yeah, you could always take on more things, except how is this going to get done? And usually we aren't thinking about what are we going to get rid of if we add something in? Because it's not like our time is any different. They're going to do a lot of the exact same things they had to do last year without this new concept. How is that going to be incorporated into to what we're doing? And as good of an idea as it sounded, they appropriately said, well, you know, maybe this is something we think about when we're in our planning stages for next year, not in our actual action stages for this year. Um, and I just thought that that was a very um, insightful conversation, something I talk to people a lot about is go, find a jar, put the idea in a jar. And when the event's over and you're starting to think about next year and putting your plan together, consider it. Doesn't mean you have to do it. Doesn't mean it might not be seem as good an idea six months from now as it seems today. And I think that's that's part of it is that we think that we can there's always opportunity to change and we don't always have to change. And yet it's valuable to consider it. Knowing also that we're never going to be fully prepared for everything that's happened because we don't control that. I like it. That's a All chunky right. episode. I got to go back and. Watch this one again. There you go. All right, everyone. Thanks so much for being with us. If you have your one thing, if you have a one thing you'd like to share, please feel free to put it in the comments. If you happen to be listening to the podcast, we understand there aren't opportunities to share your thoughts and ideas around that. Outside of, as Bob always likes to say, yelling to the person next to you at the stoplight or on the treadmill. Um, so we have created space where you could do that. You can join us inside our Renegade Success Network for Leaders Group in LinkedIn or the Ring of Renegades on Facebook. You can come in and share your thoughts or ideas, your antidote. And while you're there, there's a pretty good chance that you might find something that's going to help you figure out how to take your next step along your own unique pathway to success. So we look forward to seeing you inside one of those groups. If not, we'll see you tomorrow morning, 7 a.m. Eastern time for our next episode of today's antidote. Have a great day, everyone. Hey, embrace the renegading you and it's National Trivia Day. So enjoy uh, National Trivia Day. What's your favorite trivia? I'm not a big fan of trivia, to be honest. Like Trivial Pursuit, not a big fan. No? No, no. Going to a I bar don't... and playing trivia? Not... Never done it.
Really? Never. And I was at a bar uh, frequently at one point a couple years ago where they did that the night I was at the bar. And because they had unlimited tacos for like $9. So I would just eat lots of tacos. And they had trivia night the same night. People would always ask me to play with them. Not once. Zero times. Really? Yes. Why is that? I just don't retain information real well. So I don't have it in my head. You know, some people like you can track, you could tell me the years that the bills were 10 and six and they were nine and four or nine and eight or whatever. I can't do that. Okay. All right. I'm a concept guy. We had a trivia game. One of my kids got it for Christmas. That was about the generations. Yeah. You were telling us. Yeah. Yeah. It was interesting. Yeah. There were some. Those boomers, Oof. <laughs> Those TV boomers. and movie, <laughs> Those was boomers. not my topic. <laughs> Those boomers. All right, everybody. As you ostracize a third of our audience, <laughs> uh, they're older than us. They're our parents. Uh, I'm a year off of the boomers. I was that born in '65, and the boomers kind of ended '64, '65, depending on who you uh, ask. And when did they start? Uh, 45, 50, I think. Yeah. So there you're, you're on the fringe and a long way away from those who were at the start of yes. the boomer age. Yes. So you're not a boomer. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. You make me feel young today. I needed that. All right, everybody go out and make it a great day. We'll see you soon. Thanks for listening to today's antidote powered by the renegade success network. The Renegade Success Network helps you confidently create your own unique pathway to success. To learn more about the Renegade Success Network and how you can take your next step, follow us on Twitter, connect on LinkedIn, or join the Ring of Renegades Facebook group. For full details on how you can join our community, go to renegadesuccessnetwork.com. Embrace the renegade in you.